0: All right, this is uh, Bishop Bowser, and this is our Shafat Outreach Podcast, Slow Motion with Bishop Bowser. And we thank God um, for all those that's going to be coming on and viewing us on uh, live stream Facebook. So we got it going on here with the podcast and with uh, Facebook Live. And so as uh, those of you that are coming on to view us on um, uh, Facebook, we ask that you go ahead and share this podcast um and this live stream with your networking with your friends and all those that are viewing us so that everyone can uh, be able to hear uh uh, our podcast today now today we have a pretty good show for you today or or presentation for you today i have a, a long time friend uh and we go way back to the 70s but uh but uh um his life has been a journey, and this is Alvin Hayes. His life has been a journey uh, of what he's been through and what he's gone through and so on from um, uh, the prison life to now being set free. And hes gonna, I'm not going to steal his thunder because uh, he, um, uh, he has his own testimony that I want everyone to hear so that he can share with you what he's been through. But we do want to talk about that life after prison life, right? And not only do we want to talk about the life after prison life, but most definitely want to talk about, especially to our young people, because I believe that Al have a message for our youngsters today that are on the streets and uh, getting caught up like we got caught up. You know, the fortunate thing for me is that uh, God snatched me and I got in church before I got caught up and ended up getting sent away for a long time like Al and a lot of my homeboys did get sent away. And so on and and one of the things that we want to try to do most definitely to send a message today uh, to the younger generation that they don't get caught up in the same kind of lifestyles that we got caught up in and go through the things that you have to go through now i experienced the street life and things like that but uh, alvin experienced the prison life <laughs> and so so um i want to go ahead and 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 get started with this so Alvin, you know, welcome to Slow Motion with Bishop Bowder and thank you for coming on, man.
1: Thanks for having me. And how how it feel to Appreciate be free, bro? <laughs> oh man, hey, it's it's wonderful. It's extremely wonderful. You know, it was a it was a point in my life where that, you know, uh the light at the end of the tunnel was so dark that I couldn't even see the light. You know what I mean? Therefore, I didn't even know when I was going to get out or if I was even going to get out, you know, and, uh, you know, it had me in the situations, uh, uh, mentally where that, uh, I was about to give up, you know, hearing governors like Gray Davis saying things like, uh, if a lifer is looking for a date, he'll find it in a box, in a pine box. Wow. Uh, A lifer is not, a lifer is not going home on my watch. After he didn't trick, after he didn't trick the, uh, the people, the voters in the voting for him talking about he was going to do everything he can to get those that's doing life sentences to get them back to their families. And once they voted him in, you know what I mean? He did it about face, you know? So, you know, when I, when I, when mm-hmm. I witnessed that right there, that's when I really started like, man, I ain't going to never get out. Wow. You know, but then in the back, in the back of my mind, you know, I was always saying a prayer to my God <laughs> you know, and asking them to don't let this prison life be my destiny. Amen. You know what I mean? You know, don't let this be my destiny. I know you got bigger and better things for me. Mm-hmm. Don't let this be my destiny. You know what I mean? So, you know, and I have family and friends, you know, they were praying for me, and I'm sure you were as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. You know, and, um, you know, then next, you know, the, the light, the, the the darkness got to, you know, a, a dim light started to appear. They, you know, you of- know what I mean? And then it just, yeah, go ahead, brother. Oh, no, I was just going to say that,
0: you know, um, you mentioned Gray Davis, and uh, that's an amazing thing yeah. because, I mean, you perf- you put it perfectly. Even though I didn't know that was going on and that was said, right. but I do know that right. I was supporting uh, uh, Gray Davis when he got in there. But, you know, the, the thing yeah. is is that I actually signed – the impeachment, too, to the to recall, to recall him because remember he got recalled, yeah. and so I actually signed that to recall right. him because I didn't like some of the things he was doing myself. I didn't know those things he was saying, but it was you know he reaped what he sowed. He got what was coming to him, but that's exactly. something that most definitely would would take blow the 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 hope out of someone that was hoping. So, if you don't mind, whatever you f- if you feel comfortable with sharing with us, you know, uh, 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 can you share with us? Uh uh what were you know, what were you locked up for? And how much time did you have and what was your mindset when that happened?
1: Okay. Um when I when I caught when I caught my case, it was in 1988. Uh I took the life of Mr. Robert Knight. You know, uh I was I was I was under the influence of drugs and alcohol. I'm not saying that was the blame, right? But it was a contributing factor. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And um and uh Got in a fist fight with Mr. Knight. Mm-hmm. And after I after I, after I I whooped him, mm-hmm. he left.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right? So my homeboy, Donald Bandy, he stepped to me. He said, hey, Cole Al, check this out. If dude come back, man, don't mess with him no more, man. Uh-huh. I say, homie, I won the fight, so I'm cool with that. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I go kick it with the homeboy, Big Dirt, you know, and we chopping it up. And next, you know, here come Mr. Knight. This time he got some gloves on. Uh huh. So when I seen the gloves, I, I immediately thought, okay, he's coming back for round two. Uh huh. So I get up, I get up, and I go, I approach him. I'm like, I'm like, hey homie, what's happening with the gloves? Uh huh. You know, and I asked him three times, mm-hmm. and after the third time, you know, he said, "Nigga, this what's up with the gloves," and he pulled out a butcher knife. Oh wow! So when he when he pulled the butcher knife out. Mind you, we was right there at the apartments right there on uh, 31st and Imperial. I know we that is. was idea. right there on yes. the corner.
0: Where we hang out okay.
1: at. Okay. Now, I ran... I, exactly. I <laughs> ran up into the courtyard of the apartments, and there was this young tree growing up, and they had a two-by-two two stick uh-huh. holding the young tree up so it can grow up straight. So I snatched that out the ground.
3: Uh-huh.
1: Now, when I run back out to the parking lot, uh, 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 Mr. Knight was standing there by the light pole talking to a female. hmm So I pushed up on him, and I hit him one time. Uh-huh. Right, he staggered. I hit him again. Mm-hmm. You know, he hit the ground. I hit him two more times, and after that, that's when I just dropped the stick and I left. Uh huh. Now, I went to uh, my homeboy. I went to the, one of the older homies' house. Uh, uh, Mister Alvin. Uh, Alvin. Um, uh oh, wow, I forgot Alvin's name. All I know, me and him got the first same first name. Uh uh-huh. But anyways, I go to his house, and he asked me, "He like, man, what's happening now? What's going on?" And I ran it down to him. What was up? Uh huh. So he asked me, he asked me, he said, man, what you going to do? I said, man, I'm finna, I mean, I ain't finna run from this, man. I'm going to have to face, face the music. Right. He said, man, what? I said, man, I ain't never ran from nothing, homie. Right. You know, and I ain't finna start running from nothing. If I got to do some time, I got to do some time, but I'm not finna run. I said, furthermore, man, I don't even like the idea about the police finna go kicking my mama dog. Right. Because definitely that's what they going to do. Right. I said, so I'm finna go turn myself in, homie. So I said, I asked him, I said, man, give me something. Cause I was in all dark clothes. Uh-huh. Right? I was in all black. So I told him, man, give me something bright to put on so I can make it from here back to the, uh, back to the scene. So he gave me a bright red windbreaker. Mm-hmm. So I threw that on. So I made it all the way to the alley, to the alley in between uh, 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 Imperial and L. Mm-hmm. I ran it. I, I walked up in the alley. And as soon as I stepped into the courtyard of the apartments, uh, Brenda's, I heard Brenda say, uh, Brenda Palmer,
3: uh-huh.
1: oh, there he go right there. There go Alvin Hayes right there. Uh-huh. You know, I didn't run or nothing. You know, I just threw my hands up. He cuffed me and walked me out to the front. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, when I walked out to the front, Mr. Knight was still on the ground, but this time they had a sheet draped over him. and oh, I was wow. like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, excuse my language, no, but uh, no worries. Know,
1: this is what I was thinking at no the time. Right. So, so, uh, so, uh, I was like, you know, I see that he was dead. So the first thing that came to my mind was uh mutual combat. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Mutual combat and also through in there uh self-defense. Right. You know, but then at the time I didn't know there was no self self-defense law uh, 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 of uh, up under a murder case.
3: Uh-huh. You know what I
1: mean? I didn't know that at the time. So, anyways, uh this is what I'm this is what I'm saying, you know, to the police while they putting me in the backseat of the car. So um they take me down to the station, strip me down, threw me in the paper suit and all that and uh, and uh, set me up to the top uh, up to, up to upstairs, you know, to be housed. And uh, and then from then on, from that point, that's when I started going to court. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went uh, I, took ju- I took a. I took I took 12 in a box. Uh-huh. In other words, a jury trial. Uh-huh. And um, uh-huh. before that happened, the D.A. came at me with a deal you know, uh, uh, 18 to life. Ooh. And I told my lawyer, I told my lawyer, I said, man, tell the DA, man, I'll do 18. I'll, I'll do 18 right now. Just take that life off. Right. <laughs> so when my lawyer came back, when my lawyer came back, he said, nah, man, they ain't going for it. He said, they got you, they got you where they want you anyway. I said, well, then let's go 12 in the box then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You no, know, cause I'm not finna accept nothing with no life on the end. Right. Of it, right. You know? So, so I ended up going to trial. um, um the witnesses that I had on my side were criminals like me but that's all I had to fight with. Right. You know the home um, you know uh, 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 uh dirty Dan mm-hmm. EC mm-hmm. uh Rest in peace. Yeah. Uh, uh, Amen. Uh, uh uh his brother uh uh mm, I forgot his brother's name but anyways Milton the only person that didn't have a
0: huh Not Milton Milton already Milton that died already. No no yeah. no, no uh, Dean, Dean Yeah okay yeah older Dean. okay older brother yeah
1: Yeah yeah Dean. And uh, and the homegirl Pam, Pam Cherry, Pam used to live in them apartment. Yeah, you know what I mean at the time. You know, but she was the only one that didn't have a record that was on my, you know, on the stand for me. You know, um, um, the DA on his side, he had Brenda Palmer and Arnett Duckett,
2: mm-hmm. You know, along wow. with the
1: police and all that there. You know, so you know, I end up going to trial. I end up losing. Uh, they ended up giving me 15 to life plus two for enhancements. Mm-hmm. So I walked up out of there with 17 to life, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and uh, during the beginning stages of me ser- serving my sentence, you know, I was really, I was, I, I had a lot of animosity and and, and hate toward Arnett and, uh, and Brenda, you know what I mean? But as the years went on, you know, my heart started to soften, right? You know what I mean. I wasn't thinking about them like that anymore, right? And I started thinking about them like regular citizens out there. Amen. They wasn't living under the strange street code that I was living up exactly. under. Exactly. And that was something that I had to realize because being a gang member and, and, and a criminal, period, we live up under a different code yep. than regular civilians. Right. You know what I mean? You know, so I had to accept that and and just let it and just let it be what it was. Amen. You know, two civilians you know, was concerned about what happened. Right. You know what I mean? And and do to their doing their due diligence for, for the community, you know, they helped, you know, they helped the DA. So I can't be mad at him like that right. no more. Right. So, right. you know, just just for right now, you know, I just would like to say Brenda and, and Arnett, uh uh-huh. hey, it's all good. I Amen. ain't even tripping. But anyways, um, uh from that point, I had went to uh they since they, you know, they jumped, they put me on the gray goose and we went up to the prison. Uh-huh. The first pen, the first pen I touched down in was New Folsom. Uh-huh. Uh Sea uh, Yard, New Folsom. And man, you talking about a war zone. It was crazy. Man. You know, uh, I had immediately, you know, while I was on, while I was on a uh, fish Row, you know, fish Row being I they, I couldn't hit the, I couldn't hit the yard yet or anything. I had to go to classification, stuff like that there. Right. And so while I was on fish row, a riot had popped off, Uh you know, but it wasn't on C yard, but I knew it popped off on B yard and I knew eventually it was going to trickle over to C yard. You know what I mean? So right when I seen on the news, everything that was going down, all the gurneys rolling up in the, rolling up in the hospital, you know, the majority of people that was on the gurney was blacks. I'm like, yeah, I know it's going to be on here. Uh It's going to be on the crack. So immediately I had to get my mindset in survival mode. Right. You know, and survival mode meaning meaning I had to, you know, strap it up and all that and be ready for whatever comes. Right. You know, and mind you, this was at the beginning stages of my sentence. Mm-hmm. This was before I even started trying to do work on myself. I was still living that gang member criminal mentality. Right. You know, something that I was doing on the streets and I brought that to prison with me. Uh-huh. And I'm not mad, I'm not I can't say that I'm mad at myself for doing that, because I had to understand at the time what it was that I was facing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And what it was that I was facing, it required me to keep my armor. My armor being my 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 gang mentality and my criminal mentality. In other words if I have to handle my business, then I have to handle my business. That's right. You know what I mean? Because I refuse to allow myself to be somebody's victim behind the walls. Right. You know, but as, as time went by, you know, uh, from there I went over to Old Folsom. You know, uh, Old Folsom, it was mellow. It was a level four, it had its situations, uh-huh. but it was mellow. And I was doing my time, you know. Uh, uh, how, I had many,
0: how many, how many, how much time, when uh, you went there, how, how much time had you already done?
1: When I went to Old Folsom, I when I got to New Folsom, I got to New Folsom in 89. Uh, December of 90, that's when I went to Old Folsom. Okay. Okay. In December of 90. Okay. In December of 91, I had got caught up with some weapons. Gotcha. And I, I ended up getting a DA referral. DA referral, meaning the DA picked up the case. Now I have to go to court.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I went to court. I went to court and I copped out to two years because I knew they had me dead bang. So it wasn't even no sense in fighting. So I went on and copped out to two years and uh, and uh, I ended up doing an 11 month shoe term. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, myself and my little brother Keith, we were sellies at the time. Oh, wow. We both went to the shoe. You know, uh, when they gaffled, when they gaffled up me, Keith was at work. And I knew they was gonna come after him. Uh huh. So I let, I on my way to the on, on my way to the cage. I let somebody in the kitchen know, hey man, y'all know Keith Hayes from Out of Dago? They was like, yeah. I said, man, let them know, man. They got they they got his big brother, man. They probably gonna be coming for him. Mm-hmm. So they took me to the cage, put me in the cage and stuff. And next to me in the cage was somebody up hiding up. Well, I ain't gonna say at the time I didn't think they were hiding but this person was up under a blanket, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm thinking, you know, it was kind of chilly outside. So, you know, I didn't think nothing of it. So Keith come in. They got Keith, they, they brought him. They told him, they t- police told, told the other officer, the lieutenant told the other officer, take him out the cage, talking about me, mm-hmm. set him on the bench, set this guy, talking about Keith, set him next to him. So they called me in the office, you know, uh, read me my Miranda rights and all that. And they asked me questions about the weapons and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling them, you know, I'm letting them know it's all on me. You know, so they was like, man, so what you saying is, what you telling me is that your little brother, he didn't know nothing about what was in the cell. I said, man, he ain't got to know everything. Right. He ain't got to know everything. You know what I mean? So he said, okay, well, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to serve you the DA referral, but both of you guys are going to go to the shoot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Well, my thing was to get, get Keith, to get the beef up off Keith. Right. Because Keith had, he was, he, you know, he had a date. He was going home when, when his date came. Amen. So I was trying to get the beef up off of him because I got a life sentence. I didn't know when I was getting out. Right. So anyways, um, so we ended up doing our shoe turn. Uh, I asked, well, after we finished our shoe turn, Uh, As a matter of fact, let me back up, man, because this is very important right here. This was a wake-up. What I'm about to explain to you was a a, a real wake-up call for me, bro. Okay. When I went to classification, when I was in the shoot, they had my file and Keith's file, Uh right? Now, they pulled Keith's file by mistake, and they opened it up. And they was like, yeah, this is Brian Keith Hayes. I was about to say something like, oh, no, no, that ain't me, right? Mm -hmm. But something told me, no, listen. Uh-huh. So this is this is uh this is Brian Keith Hayes, and you know they was giving up his little rap sheet and stuff uh-huh. like that there. And uh Hayes, he had uh, uh, uh Mr. Hayes, he has uh various brothers who's been in and out of prison, and particularly one brother, uh his brother Alvin Hayes. Uh Alvin Hayes, oh brother. the words that they was using to Man. describe me, bro. And hey, you're sitting they right there. Calling me sinister. They was calling me sinister, cruel a uh, uh, cool and calculated, mm-hmm. uh, 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 uh monster. Mm-hmm. um Man, these words, man, I'm listening to this stuff, man. It was other words that escape me right now, but this is what they was throwing at me. But so I'm listening to this and I'm saying to myself, wow, that's how some people feel me. Mm-hmm. That's how some people see me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I got tired of hearing it. And I say, like, hey, hey, hold up, hold up. <laughs> Who is, whose file is that? Are you reading? They said, uh, aren't you Brian Keyface?" I'm like, nah, I'm the one you're reading about right mm-hmm. now. And they heard up and closed his up and grabbed mine and all this old stuff. But the thing is that it was like it was necessary for me to hear that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And, and, and it was like they grabbed that mirror and they turned that mirror on the magnifying part and put it right there in my face. Uh-huh. Look at yourself. Look at yourself. This is what I'm America. looking at. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at this monster that I had created for myself throughout the years. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And when they turned that mirror on me and forced me to look at myself by saying the words that they were saying, I knew right then, man, man, I got to nah, I don't want people to be looking at me like that. Right. I gotta I gotta I gotta make a change. I gotta make a change somehow. Now the how, I didn't know yet.
3: Gotcha. But I knew it had to happen. Mm-hmm.
1: It had to happen, but I didn't know how I was gonna go about it. Right. You know, so anyways. Uh, we served our shoe turn and uh uh I was finna head on back down south. You know what I mean, down to Lancaster or whatever. I wasn't finna stay up in Pelican Bay. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? You know, cause up there, you know, you have a lot of them, a lot of them white folks up there, and I didn't want to see my girl coming all the way up there and, mm-hmm. you know, all of a sudden somebody wanna act ignorant. Right. So I was telling her, now nah, stay where you at. I'm finna work my way back down there. You know what I mean? So I ended up going to Lancaster. Okay. I asked Keith before I left. I asked Keith, man, what you gonna do? He said, Man, I'm gonna stay up here and kick it, man. You know, I'm just gonna kick it for a little while. I said, Well, I'm finna head on back down the way, man. So I jumped on the bus and I flowed down to Lancaster. Mm-hmm. Uh, about three or four months later, Keith followed. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um uh, in Lancaster, that was a zone in itself. That was a war zone too. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, seven months, I got there seven months after it opened. And for those that- What year that, was that? That, um, This was in uh, um, 90, 92 or 93. 92 or 93. It was uh, seven months after it opened. And no, uh, no, 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 no. Yeah, it was around 93. It was around 93. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, um a war had popped off you know because in the new prisons you know everybody jockeying for positions you know what i mean uh-huh. uh, 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 jockeying for areas and stuff so and sometimes a battle would have to go down in order for somebody to obtain particular areas you know what i mean mm-hmm. so you know uh uh we had we had a situation go down where that they um allowed us both each car they allowed each car time on the yard you know now, the thing is, I already knew what was going down. They wanted to get some facial recognitions. You know what I mean? But I, it didn't bother me, but I knew this is what time it was, and I told the homeboys, I said, man, y'all know it's, it's more than what y'all think it is, man. Mm-hmm. over there, Look over there in Central Tower. They got the video camera up. Mm-hmm. They're getting facial recognition. You know what I mean? I said, but uh, we out here to discuss what we need to discuss. So, what y'all thinking about? What y'all want to do? So, everybody was talking along the lines that No disrespect to anybody because I felt where they was coming from. But they were, in my opinion, they were being irrational. They weren't really thinking things through because they were acting out of emotion. And, you know, when you're when you're emotional, you can't think straight, especially not in that type of environment. So while everybody was speaking, their speaking their piece. I said, I'm a you know, I'm telling myself, you're going to be the last one to speak because when you speak, you're going to be the one that's going to come with the logic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You got to come with the logic. You know, so everybody had they had they say. So when I started speaking, I was letting it be known. I was like, man, check this out. Right now, we on a yard, man. That everybody is out for themselves. Each car is out for themselves. They like what you talking about, big homie. I said because I've already overheard dudes say when something happened to somebody, another crip. They was like, uh, uh, what set was he from? And they'll, tell, they'll say, They say let it be known with Setty from. Oh, fuck that shit. He ain't none of my homeboy. Mm-hmm. He ain't none of our homeboy. So that let me know right. that the links between the Crips wasn't tight. Right. So I was letting the homeboys know, y'all need to be aware of this. You know what I mean? So y'all got to put security on yourselves and each other. They said, well, Al, what if, what if we cool with somebody that's not from the, from the set? I said, well, if you believe wholeheartedly that that person got your back, then you get his back. hmm you know what I mean? Right. Then you get his back. You know. So, you know, we did it like that. So, you know, and there was other things that popped off where that, you know, uh, uh, me, uh, the homeboy Elok from neighborhood, we had to step up, you know, what I mean, and, and try to and, and get some situations uh, quelled before it got out of hand. You know what I mean? With the Dago car and particularly the white uh, supremacists. you know right. what I mean? So, you know, there were things that that I had to go through in order for not only for me to survive, but for the homeboys to survive. Right. You know right. what I mean? Because I was looking at it like this. We all in this as one. Mm-hmm. One push. We all push. But if we push, it got to be about something. Right. It can't be about some something all willy nilly. Right. You know what I mean? So let me ask you, know, you something. Uh, 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 what's up? So. So. So like, you know,
0: you um, uh. Being looking at life in prison, 17 years of life in prison, um, you know, OK, being a knucklehead that we were and, and now taking it to the prison, you know, game banging and cripping and so on. Right. Uh, when right. Uh, when do you when do you think you reach the place where you started having a shift in your thinking from the perspective of like, you know what? Cause I remember I was talking to you on the phone one time and you were like, man, I'm not I gave up the game banging stuff. And 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 so but yeah. something happened before then. What do you think? the process was in your mindset as far as that shifted you from that kind of lifestyle to really changing and getting out of that.
1: Okay. I got you. Um, at one particular day I called up, I called up the big homie, Killer Shark. I called up, uh, Kevin Lucas Mm -hmm. and during this time, during this time they were changing over the pins. They was uh, bringing in the S and Y dudes, you know, and, uh, security uh what what was that the uh uh sensitive needs dudes right you know what i mean and and during that time they was going to house them with us individuals like me which was general population. Right. And that's when they came up with the PF facilities, programming facilities.
2: Uh-huh.
3: But
1: anyways, I was feeling some kind of way about that. I was finna rebel and like, nah, man, I ain't finna, I ain't finna be on the line with these fools. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I'm finna jump on the bus, whatever. But then in the back of my mind, I was like, you don't want to do that. Because when if you do that, then when you go to board, might hold that against you. Because it's like, you don't want to change. Right. You know what I mean? You don't want to change. You know, so what I ended up doing was, I called up the homeboy, Kevin Lucas. And I'm running down to him, what's happening? And uh, he, said, uh, he said, Al, man, uh, he said, man, I got one question for you. And he, I was like, what's that? He said, man, how long you been down now? And I told him, uh, I, what was that? That was in 2014. Uh, what was that? Twenty." 20- was it about 25 years? About 25. I know it was in it, it was in the twenties. Mm-hmm. I forgot exactly. But anyways, when I told him that, he said, man, you tripping. He said, man, do what you gotta do and bring your behind home, <laughs> man. <laughs> Do what you got to do and bring your behind home. You done already gave him, gave, gave Mr. Gilmore more time than he's supposed to get. Uh-huh. He said, man, do what you got to do and come home, Al. Now, now hold your thought said, right so there.
0: Hold your, like, hold your thought right there, Al, because I just want right. to say, Go ahead. you know, because uh, 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 Kevin Lucas, Killer Shark, that's one of our big homies, you know, and and yeah, um, yeah. he's he been getting treatment and stuff and, and God's been blessing him. So we want to keep him in prayer for sure, in the sense right. of, of the treatments and things that he's going through, because he's a true homie. And uh, the other thing I want to say is that that's the way your OG homie is supposed to talk and supposed to get us right. Right. You know, and that's what we're supposed right. to be doing. Right. And so, but go ahead, man. I just right. want to say that.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And um, uh, after he told me that, you know, what I mean, I was like, well, shoot, that's my big homeboy speaking on it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So anything else that anybody else have to say, if it's going against that, oh well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I already got the green light for my big homeboy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So that's when I started turning. That's when I started going to them, going to them uh, self-help groups. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and and digging up in them books and stuff. Amen. You know, and, and and doing what I need to do to straighten up my mind right. so that uh I can go up in that boardroom and give them a piece of what they're looking for. You know what I mean? Absolutely. You know? But granted, it took It took 10, it took 10 times, man, before I finally got that, got that suitability, you know, and, you know, and it took so long, it took so long because I wasn't, I wasn't ready to be absolutely honest with him, Mm -hmm. you know, because... I I, I was still hanging on to shame. I was hanging on to my pride. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I was still hanging on to a little piece of that street mentality. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and they saw through that. Mm -hmm. They saw all that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So, you know, on that 11th try... Man, I just I just gave them the open book. I just gave it gave it to them raw. Mm-hmm. You know, I had to paint the picture as ugly as ugly as I possibly could because it wasn't nothing pretty about what I was doing.
3: Right, right. You
1: know what I mean? And one of the main things that I kept dropping the ball on was that they would ask me, okay, what happened? Now every time when they asked me that. I would go to that night in question when I took Mr. Robert Knight's life, Uh not knowing that that's not what they're looking for. They already know what happened. Right. Right. Court court transcripts, probation reports. You know, they got all that. You know what I mean? What they want to know is what they don't know. Mm -hmm. And that's the beginning where it all started Mm -hmm. because it didn't start the night that I killed Mr. Robert Knight. It started way before that, and it started back to my childhood, and I had brought all that all that resentment and anger all the way up through to the night in question mm-hmm. because I never dealt with it. I didn't know how to deal with mm-hmm. it. I never asked anybody to Amen. help me deal with it. Amen. You know what I mean? I just stayed in the streets doing crazy stuff, Drive-bys, beating mm-hmm. people up, riding people, salting people. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like they say, hurt people hurt people. That's right. And that's what I was. I was a hurt individual, but I didn't know it at the time. I mm-hmm. thought I was a being a hog. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I wasn't <laughs> being a hog at all. I was being a. I was being a demon. You know, Uh I was being somebody that was disrespecting my community, disrespecting other people, Mm -hmm. disrespecting myself. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I was doing all these things, man, thinking that I was doing the right thing in the name of West Coast Crip. Right. You know what I mean? But. I had to realize while I was doing all this work on myself through these self-help programs, you know, particularly in the uh, CGA, Criminal and Gang Members uh, Anonymous, uh-huh. I had to learn a lot of things, bro. Mm-hmm. I had to learn a lot of things, man, about my criminality and and why, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? You mm-hmm. know, uh, 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 you know, my loved ones, but you know, my parents, they did the best they could you know yeah. and and I could not blame them for what I was doing. Right. You know what I mean because at some point in time I knew right from wrong.
3: Amen. Amen. You know what I mean?
1: Amen. And I was still doing the wrong. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't look at them and blame them. I couldn't have no resentment toward them. You know, I had my own mind. You know, God gave me the ability to make decisions. right? And I made wrong, a lot of wrong ones. Yep. You know what I mean? So, you know, with you know, with all that right there, you know, when I was at that board, I opened up to them. Mm-hmm. I opened up to them. But the, the the most the most beautiful thing about it all was that on my 10th try, it
2: mm-hmm.
1: gave me a three year denial. They I remember me that. Back, uh, yeah, they brought me back early. Now, the same commissioners, both of them, mm-hmm. the same D.A., and I had the same lawyer <laughs> that was at that previous one that was that the one when I got found sued. Uh-huh. So it was a blessing. It was blessing that the commissioners was there even at DA because they seen the growth and the things that I was saying, they seen, they seen the emotional side of me because I was, I was bearing my soul. You know what I mean? I was, I was giving them the humanness of me. Right. You know what I mean? No longer, no longer that beast or that sinister or that, 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 you know, that, all them nasty words that they was, uh, 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 describing me as, you know what I mean? So, uh, after one of the commissioners got done with me, he asked the other commissioner, uh, 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 the female, he asked her, uh, uh, do you have any uh, questions for Mr. Hayes? And she's like, no, I don't have any questions, which gave me the indication. Okay. I hit all marks I'm with good. Her. Exactly. because at the hearing before that, at the hearing before that, the tenth hearing, oh, she, she, she let me have it, bro. <laughs> She let me have it, man, because i was I was with the bull crap, right. And she sensed it, and she let me have it. So when I went back that that eleventh time, and she was there again, and so she was had the opportunity opportunity to see that individual who' done some work on himself, yeah, who speak the language that they're looking for. They, who, 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 can, who, can, who can be open and vulnerable You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. because, you know, by me committing the things that I did, you know, I had to face all that. Yeah. I had to become open with all that. I had to let it be known that it was what it was. You know, but also too, I had to let them know is this is what it is now.
3: Right. You know and what yeah. I mean. And I
1: remember
0: this is that, what man. it is now. I remember because yeah. I remember one time you told me when you went before the pro board, you called and told me that. Man, you know, uh, as I was talking to him, I realized now that I got to go back and look at my childhood and look at those things. I remember another time, I don't know if it was the right, last time, right. I remember one time you talking about, man, they brought up that, I, I haven't, I'm I'm some reason avoiding talking about the gang lifestyle that I lived and so on. So I knew they oh, were yeah. talking. <laughs> and, yeah. I, I knew and they see, talking- and what
1: that was, what that was, I, I tripped and fell on my face on that one. Uh-huh. Because when I let it be known that I wasn't cripping anymore, mm-hmm. they asked me about uh, other, other, other gang lifestyles, mm-hmm. and I told them, no, there was no other gang lifestyles. Uh-huh. But I was in another gang lifestyle uh-huh. because me and Eddie Hamilton, rest in peace, baby, yeah, over there on Sampson Street mm-hmm. with the crack cocaine. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you know, that was another criminal. That was another gang lifestyle yep. because you know they say yep. more than two or more. Is the same. You know what I mean? Regardless of what call yourself, call yourself anything. If you committed criminal acts, you are a gang. And Mm -hmm. I dropped the ball on that.
3: Amen. Amen. And
1: that commissioner, that's, that lady, he tried to give me some hints to get me back on track and I failed to recognize it. But in hindsight, Uh I was like, oh yeah, I tripped out. I know where (laughs) I tripped at. I won't trip next time. Exactly. Exactly. So,
0: so, so now yeah. now you're out, man, and, and it was it was great to hear the news that you were getting ready to get out, because I know you've been battling this. As soon as 17 years came up, you was going up for parole and got denied all those different times. And I remember, because before I started pastoring, you know, when I got in church, your mom, <laughs> you know, was going, we all went to uh-huh. the same church, and so she was always letting me know what was happening, what was going on and everything. And um, so right. I know what you went through right. and all the denials and everything that you had to deal with in, in dealing with that and so on, and so... It was yeah. like forever, man, you know, because uh, they gave you 17 years to life. How many years did you do right, out of that? Right. How, how much time did you do?
1: I, By the time they opened up the gates to let me go, I had gave them 31 years. Man, look at
0: that. I had gave
1: them 31 years.
0: And that is crazy you when know. you talk about, the, that's the danger when they give that L uh, behind your sentence, on yeah. your sentence, is that you, may, you can have one year to life, but they can keep you in there forever because of that L exactly and that's crazy because of that l that exactly. is that is crazy man yep. so what real. is life like after yep. now that you're out man and and i i know you're you're what, is, what are you in right now transitional home or or, or what do you call it I,
1: yeah i'm in, i'm in yeah i'm in a transitional home called uh amity's ranch amity ranch mm-hmm. it's up in vista california and the place is 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 extraordinary man um I call it my decompressing chamber. All right. You know what I mean after being all them years in prison, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to come out into a place uh where there's so much greenery. Right. You know what I mean, where the air is good. You know, you have individuals not only just the staff here around here but the the uh, the the, uh, the students as well. Uh-huh. You know, everybody is, is 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 is, you know, there's no racial there's no racial boundaries. Look at that. You know what I mean? There's no racial boundaries like it is in prison. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So all that was, was new and refreshing to
0: me. Amen. You know
1: what I mean? And it took a little time for me. You know, it took me a few days to get used to it. Like, the first night I was here, I went to go take a shower and not, uh, not only did I take my washcloth and towel and shower shoes, mm. I took my worn boxers and t-shirts to wash my stuff in the showers. Uh-huh. And somebody told me, hey, Al, man, they got washing machines and dryers just right up the way right there. <laughs> I'm like, oh, is that right? They was like, yeah. And then another thing that was going on, whenever they called it, it was time to go eat. Uh-huh. I'd imagine, okay, where my spoon at? Where uh-huh. my spoon at? Because in prison, you got to have your spoon if you're going to eat when you go to the shower wow. hall. So I was like, Al, man, you got to get a grip on yourself. You're not in prison <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) anymore try to get up out of that you're Uh, not in prison anymore uh, you know and uh and one time i was talking to my partner uh, my my partner uh 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 gene gene brown we call him tight eyes you know and i made mention to my uh, made mention to him in ref uh uh, to about my about my about my bunkie my roomie Mm -hmm. you know and he and i made reference to him as my celly but yeah man you know my celly and he's like hold up Al, hold up he said, man, you ain't got no celly no that's more. That's right. You that's ain't right. in prison. That's I'm right. I'm like, wow, man. So, you know, it's it's like it's like there's 30, there's 31 years of that's this it. that's built up inside of me. Man. You know what I mean? And it's 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 gonna take some time to filter all that stuff out. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's why I called this place my decompression chamber. Right. Uh on 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 on, on the on the first two of my um uh, uh, uh on, on the first two of my videos that I've done. Mm-hmm. I took the viewers on a tour of this place. I thought, yeah. You know, just to show Yeah, you know, and that's why I call it my decompressing chamber. Amen. You know, every morning I get up before the sun get up. I go walk some laps, you know, Look around this whole compound. You know what I mean? Get up early in the morning before the sun get up. You ain't finna do that in no prison.
3: Uh-huh. You know
1: what I mean? Unless you're going to work somewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you ain't just gonna get up and walk around the prison. That's, you know... <laughs> Cause you want to, right? You know what I mean. So you know, I'm walking. You know, I'm walking, walking, walking laps around this compound, and I'm, you know, I'm kicking it with me and my God. Uh-huh. You know what I mean. And the first morning I did that, man. I was I was just praising and thanking God, man, for 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 allowing me another chance.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You know
1: what I mean to be a free man. That's it. And, and 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 sending me back up out of that prison, you know, with a sound mind and body. Hallelujah! So I have some, Thank s- you. I have some health some health issues and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's nothing that's going to hinder me from doing what I need to do. Right. You know so. You know, I was giving praise to Him, man, and thanking Him, man, for getting me through that. Amen. You know what I mean? Amen. And and, and it was so overwhelming, bro. I just start crying, homie. Mm-hmm. You know, I just start crying, man. And I just said to myself: this is real.
0: Amen. This is Amen. real. You know,
1: I made it home. Amen. This is real. You know, so you know, it's 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 humbling. It's very humbling, man. You know what I mean? To uh, considering where I came right. from in 1988, mm-hmm. all the way to now. What's this? to 2020 about to be 2021, 2021. Mm-hmm. and in the mindset that I'm that I'm in right now, mm-hmm. you know, and it's and and. I, I, I got no one to thank but God for that, bro. That's it. You know glory what I mean? He kept God. me sane. That's it. Kept me exactly. And kept me focused, you know, and putting the right people in front of me, mm-hmm. you know, or, or by my side. You Amen. know what I mean? Even some behind me. Right. Making sure everything is everything. You know what I mean? Right. You know, but at the same time, you know, I I, I have to be honest. There was some times when, when Cole Al was trying to <laughs> trying to come up out of the mix and so he That's can handle his business. That's you it. You know, yep. it came about every now and then. And even more so when I got found suitable, uh-huh. but I had to catch a grip on myself because just as quickly as they gave it to me, they could have taken it away.
0: That's it. Yeah. You know what yes, I mean? Absolutely. You know.
1: So I had to be mindful of that. You know what I mean? I had to be mindful of that. So you know, every time when I, every time when I, uh, 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 when I got into a predicament with an individual or individuals, you know, I would, you know, the night, the following night, I'd be in the cell chilling. And I'm thinking about my day. Uh-huh. You know what happened? Who did I approach? How, did, did, did I rub them the wrong way or anything? And then if I did, if I found that I did, I that ne- very next morning, I go apologize. Amen. You know what I mean? That's what men do. When men recognize they wrong, men gonna go apologize. A boy gonna hold that sh- hold that stuff inside <laughs> until it bursts, and, and then he gonna react on it. Yes, right. But a man gonna apologize. You know, and and, and 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 let things be what they may. Right. You know what I mean? So. You know, and it was helpful for me. Let me ask you something. It was really helpful for me. Uh, What's uh, up? Two questions. Uh, One is, as far
0: as, you know, because going through the prison system and being in there so long, you understand it completely, right? And someone that's been on the inside and now on the outside, and with all the work that we're doing, which I I know you're going to be a part of that work too, as far as trying to really change things, right? We have to change systems and, and also work in the community to help like what you went through to change mindset so that we can prevent this from happening to a lot of young men and and young ladies that are growing up now, uh, not to get caught up in that lifestyle. It's very hard, but what do you think, um, from the looking on the inside of the prison system and, you know, looking at laws that we passed, like Prop 47, Prop 57, uh, resentencing law, mm-hmm. different things like that. What do you think need to be done as uh, far as uh, laws and systems, the laws to change the systems within the prison to make it so that it can work for everyone? Because right now we don't see the prison system as a place where they really focus on rehab, which, you know, you can, like you say, if you make it up in your mind to do that, then you could take advantage of that. But it doesn't seem like that's what it's set up for just the house people and like wild animal house. What do you think needs to be done as far as to change the system through laws to make it work better for
1: folks? Well, I I think that the best thing that can happen there's a lot of things that they say up in these these laws and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, uh uh these propositions and stuff like right. that there. And it's a lot of that stuff is good. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But it means nothing man that once they put it in effect they don't they don't, it's like the prisons, whatever prison you in, it's like they're not following it. Yeah. That's what you I'm hearing. Mean? They're not following it. Mm-hmm. You know, like the prison where I was at, you know. Now, as far as the propositions and stuff like that there, I wasn't really on to them propositions like that because it didn't – I was a lifer. Right. You know, it didn't – you know, I didn't fall up on any of right. those. So I didn't have any concern for any of them. You know, I heard dudes speak about them and stuff like that there. Uh-huh. But I wasn't really – I wasn't really tripping because I didn't fall See, up under it. that's not me, yeah. It. I was still trying to find that light at the end of the tunnel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, so, you know, but my thing is this here is that once they put them – propositions and stuff in effect, whatever the wording is in them propositions, them prisons, the, prisons, the wardens, the associate wardens, the captains, the lieutenants, the, uh, the COs, they have to follow that stuff, Amen. man, okay. and implement that stuff mm-hmm. because it's like, okay, they voted in the union, oh, well. You know, they just slide it to the side. They just keep doing the doing the stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And that's the unfortunate thing. Right. Because they do have some good stuff in them propositions. But once they hand it into the hands of the, the prisons, then they do what that's they where want. they drop the ball. Right. right. They do what they want. Right. So if they answer your question, mm-hmm. if they follow what the propositions say, it would be good, good for enough. the individuals that's up in there doing right. time, bro. Okay, thank you for that. Yep. Now now
0: that you're out, man, I know you ain't been out a long time, so it's really not, you can't really thoroughly examine this because you're still going through the journey, right, of, of being free and things like that. Right. But being out right. and being free and looking at yourself and and, 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 of course, you know, we know you, you, you know, since a young age, I remember way back when, we, what was it? You got a CYA or whatever. I know you've been through a lot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's yeah. way back. But, you know, yeah, been, was, so I know you've been
1: 76.
0: That was back in 76. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> so been uh-huh. through the system and things yeah. like that, man. But um, what you know, when a person get out, what is it you think that uh, the community can do? Uh, to to wrap around that individual, support that individual because I know support is very important, but also having those resources for people when they get out. Yeah, what do you think? See, yeah, it, it could be done in regards to that.
1: Well, uh, as you said, you know, I just got out, so you know, I um, I haven't really been able to to actually to actually get into what it is that they yeah. what, what it is that can be done. But if just coming off the top of my head, the first thing and I, and I know a lot of a lot of cats that's doing time they don't they don't have this uh-huh. out there but you got to have that family support amen okay. you know what I mean and if the family isn't there then people that's in the community that generally care about individuals uh-huh. you know a lot of times you know uh, an individual will get out of prison. Every you know, a lot of people already have them written off. Right. You know, oh, he'll be back in prison. Mm-hmm. He'll be back. You know what I mean? And 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 unfortunately, they're right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when an individual gets out and he has nothing to go to, he's gonna re- he's gonna revert back to what he what he knows. That's it. And yeah. that's the criminal that's the criminal element. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 you know, uh, I don't know how hard individuals would be trying to find jobs and stuff, but right. a lot of them that do come back to prison, they say, man, it's hard out there. Mm-hmm. It's hard out there. It's hard getting a job out there. Man, I had to, I had to go pick up another sack. <laughs> or, man, I had to go jack somebody. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. So, you know, I think that as far as the communities, you know, if they would be more inclined to, to open up their hearts and their minds more to those that's getting out and— and, and give them the benefit of the doubt until they prove themselves otherwise, I think it'd be okay, you know? And I'm not saying that all the people out there is is is, is slamming their doors on right. and getting out of prison, uh-huh. you know? But, you know, there's a lot of them that does slam, you know, they keep the doors shut. And, you know, and I'm not mad at them, right. you know what I mean? They're only protect, trying to protect themselves and their family and their loved ones, you right. know? Right. But it's unfortunate where that, are getting out, they already got to strike against them in their own community.
0: That's right. You that's know. Right. Hey, you know. Yeah.
1: And, and I, you know, and that's one of the
0: things I, I really appreciated about you, even you know, before you 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 know went through that transition. I remember back in the '90s, late '90s, early 2000s. You know, when I was working with the wow. union. And so on, you were sending a lot of people to me when they get out of prison that needed jobs and stuff because I was down at the hospital and I was able to get people jobs and, and stuff like that. I remember you. And so I was thinking, I'm like, man, you know, <laughs> Alvin had me doing a reentry work and didn't even know I was doing it. <laughs> you know, folks at the show say, hey, uh, Alvin sent me over. He said, you can help me get a job. <laughs> and, but uh, yeah. it looked like even though back then you caught up, you still doing some positive things, at least trying to help people out when they was getting out and things like that, trying to direct them in the right yeah. directions and, and stuff, man. You know,
1: so that's 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 pretty good. Yeah, that's real. You know, uh, um, uh, you know, I, you know, even though even though I was in the, even though I was in the prisons, you know, living the life that I was living, you know, as far as uh, you know, still with that criminal mindset and stuff like that, there, I still have some pearls of wisdom that I can share to somebody that had right. a, that had a, 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 a ear to listen. You know, and I used to always, you know, think about myself in that way, in this way where that, dang, Al, man, you're always giving out this good advice, but when you going to follow your own advice? (laughs)
0: Uh You know what I mean?
1: You know, and I found myself thinking like that, man, because I I, I was giving out some good advice, but when it come to me, I was dropping the ball. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But I'm glad and grateful that I was in the position, you know, mentally to, um, to, uh, to give somebody whatever it is that they needed as far as some guidance. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I had, uh, when I was down in Chuckawalla, there was a young homeboy. Uh, uh, I forgot his first name, but he was one of the candidates. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's a pretty big family. Mm-hmm. So anyways, he was like, he's like, he's like, call He said, man, man, I, I want to leave the streets alone, man, but I can't. I can't shake the homies, man. I got mm-hmm. that love for the homies and all that. I said, youngster, check this out. There's two things that's gonna help you get out of stay out of jail. All right. Stay out of prison. He's like, what's that? I said, do you have any kids? He was like, yeah. I said, put your babies first. Because if you put your babies first, then you're not gonna let anything or anybody get in the way of you being away from them. That's right. You're gonna do everything that you need to do to keep your to keep to keep yourself in your baby's lives. Mm-hmm. So put your babies first. Go get a job. I said, if you don't want to kick it with the homeboys on the block, you want to be—you don't want to be a part of that no more, man. You got homeboys that ain't even in that life no more. Yep, yep. That's living good lives. Yep. Go kick it with them.
2: Yep.
1: Go kick it with them. You know what I mean? So, you know, but at the same time, I'm like, dang Al, you be giving up all this good advice, man. When you gonna follow it? You know? But it is what it is. <laughs> but
0: at least, at least you're preaching it to yourself, looking at the man in the mirror. You know, like like Michael Jackson, hey, hey I, tell
1: him to change your ways. <laughs> Hey, can't run from me. As a matter of <laughs> fact, there's a mirror right here in front of me right now. All I gotta do is put my head up, and there I am, right there. That's it. That's but it. I love what I'm seeing. I'm digging what I'm looking at right now. That's it. You know that's I mean? it. That's it.
0: You gotta look at it that way, man. I'm digging what that, I'm that, looking that, at. That is for sure. You know, and I was I was sitting here listening, you know, because like when we were in the streets, at least you know, from my perspective, is that I know number right. one. You know, even though I didn't go to prison, people need to understand that there's a mindset in the streets and 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 you take it into prisons or you take it wherever you go, even when you're trying to change. Because when I got in church, I still had that gangster mindset, you know, so the moment I get upset, right. what I want to do result back to violence and things that start thinking about how I'm going <laughs> exactly. to handle this in church. You know, And, and it took yeah. some years, you know, for me to. Get past that you know I've I went and had guns while I was in church looking for people and in, in church you know but God was able to save me you know prevent me from getting caught up into something but that mindset and I think that that's very important for uh, uh folks yeah. to understand that that you know it the change just doesn't happen automatically and because you wish it would change but you got to really you got to shift your thinking within yourself to change and then you'll change the way you feel and you'll get a, a different kind of behavior and a different kind of outcome and things like that. What is it, you know, because, you know, like well, during this time we, we having what we call a season of peace, season the time of peace, where we're, where we're trying to like bring some calmness in our community versus all the gun violence and things like that that we see in our communities now. When we came up 70s and 90, 80s, then you went into the 90s and so on. We know that violence peaked like in 92. So we've seen the worst of it. Whatever these folks are telling us today, they haven't seen what we've seen, right? But we, we know the end right. results of all of that. And we know where it leads to. And, and, and trying to reach our young people today and trying to reach these folks that are caught up in this lifestyle, right, you know, whether it's coming from a spiritual perspective right. of mine, or it's coming from that lived experience, what you've been through on both sides, you know, I'm talking about the gang-banging lifestyle, then end up killing someone, then end up doing time for that and banging in prison, getting caught up in prison, and then shifting and changing and now out, and and and, and of course your, your story, your pages are still being written, but at this point in junction in life, you know, what is it that you would like to say to our our, our younger homies that that are that are the, the nineteen twenty fifteen that's caught up and and think that that's the life, the gang banging and the shooting and the killing, the violence, the crime, and so on? All right. um,
1: you know, when we came when we came up through this here, you know, back in the seventies, when we came up through this here. What we what we what we were experiencing, man. Even though we were doing the wrong things, mm-hmm. you know, in the you know, in the gang aspects, we were still a family,
0: right? That's you it. know what I
1: mean? We yep. were still a family. Uh, we genuinely loved one another. Yes. You know, when we when we got into a fight with one another, you know, uh, <laughs> after we fought, we back to drinking and That's smoking it. like That's it never it. even That's happened. That's it. You know what I <laughs> mean? Nowadays, when they when they when they when the youngsters get in a fight. You know, they want to go pick up a gun and and come back and kill somebody. Yep. And it can be their own homeboy. Yep. You know what I mean? So it's a lot of things that's going on now that I disagree with. Mm -hmm. You know, and I disagree with the whole madness period. Mm -hmm. But there's a lot of things that I disagree with that they do. But I think that the the best way to go about it is to try – in order to reach the youngsters, man – We would have to lead by example. And what I mean by we, the individuals whom they look up to, you know what I mean? Those are the ones that they look up to. So those are the ones that I know it's going to be a hard road, but those are the ones that we're going to have to try to reach. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because. Them youngsters, they got their own big homeboys that they gonna listen to. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they might they might they might they might get a, a little tidbit of something that we say. Right. But for the most part, it's whatever their big homeboys voice. The say. one that had the most influence. Now, if exactly. Mm-hmm. So if if we can reach if we can reach some of them, you know what I mean? If we can reach some of them, man, I think we'll be able to make some some proper moves. Amen. You know what I mean? Because that's who them youngsters gonna listen to, right? You know, I know they're not. You know, I know some of them is gonna listen to me if I come at them. You know, it's like I go to juvenile halls or somewhere go talk to them, right? Okay, they'll listen to me because where they are is where I've been, uh huh. And where I've been is where they possibly gonna be, right? You know what I mean? You know, so you know I can still try to reach them youngsters. You know what I mean? Or oh, we can still try to reach them youngsters. But I think that the key element, man, is to get at their their big homeboys, the ones that they listen to. Right. Now, the only way that I think that we can gain their attention, bro, is if we bring something to the table Amen. for them to benefit from. Amen. Amen. Do you know what I mean? Because when you got the big homeboys out there putting sacks in them youngsters' hands— you know what I mean? And we coming over. We come getting at them with that talk about man. Let's increase the peace. Let's put down the guns. <laughs> let's put down the drugs. Okay, we do that. Okay, then, then what? What's next?
0: <laughs> exactly. But
1: we ain't we ain't got no we ain't got no no organization or anything where we can help them get employment. Right. You know, so they can find some way of of maintaining a, a positive lifestyle. And that's if a, we that's don't a have key. that, then they're gonna they're gonna go back to where they what they what they, they know best, and that's criminality.
0: And man, that is key, man. I think that's very important. That's one of the things we're trying to work on right now. Get a scholarship thing going because, right. you know, the, to, to pay these these young, young, young uh, people to uh, really engage because really it's going to take a, a shift in the mindset. But the only way you're going to do that exactly. is you got to get them to sit down and come up with a life plan and willing to do it. And right now, I mean, even with offering some of these jobs, they don't even want these jobs. Because I know i talked to some of the youngsters and, and you know, they, they got their Lexus or Mercedes right there. And you're like, hey, man, you are know, nah, now nah, I'm good. I'm good because
1: they make it, you know, money and stuff, man, you know. It's, it, yeah, it's hard to compete with that. Yeah, it's hard to compete with that, man. Yeah, It's hard to compete with that. That's why that's why with those that got them Lexus and all that money, let them do what they do. Mm hmm. There are those that, 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 that don't have that, that want that, and is considering going to get that in the way we can that, reach. That, that the ones that got to get it. That's it. Criminal. Being a criminal. Mm-hmm. And if we can go and get a hold of them before they even do that, right. to that point, then, then we good. We good. And you them, know what get I mean? We might not be term. able to get them all, mm-hmm. but we'd be able to get some of them. Amen. You know what I mean?
0: That's one of the things my son always say to my oldest boy, uh, Jay. Always say, "Well, you ain't gonna be yeah. able to help everybody, <laughs> you know, but you can help the ones that right, that do right, want the that's help, true. you know." And, yeah. and and that's what no, I know that's one of the things that that that's one of the things that I always hey, look. Hey, hold up, hold up. Okay, no, hold up real quick.
1: Yeah. All right, okay. What was you saying, bro?
0: Yeah, I mean, that's that's one of the things that that my son Jay was telling me is that, you know, like you can't help everybody. But, you you know, uh, there are going to be people that you can reach and that you can help and so on. And that's willing yeah. to make that change. And I think it's very important because that's what I see. Even when you talk about trying to end the violence, it's those folks that are still connected to the street that these youngsters respect. When they go in and speak, right. they'll listen. Right. They'll right. listen to them. And and, right. and and they can correct some of the stuff that's happening there, and that's where it really happens because a lot of time it's them that's putting pressure on them to put in work too. So you know, really got exactly. to gotta really be able to. Exactly. Got to really be able to to reach them and and like you say, have those uh, something to offer that's going to be very attracting to them and sustainable for yeah. them to help them right. And, and, it's and gonna, yeah, it's going
1: to be a challenge. It's going to be yeah. a challenge. Yeah, absolutely. Because and, like and, you and, say, they got them Lexuses and them Cadillacs <laughs> and all that money and all that. It's hard to compete with that. Yeah. it's hard to compete with that but you know we can't let that get in the way Exactly. you know because we've been with all that there's somebody or somebody's that we're going to be able to touch right you know what I mean right. like 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 you were saying earlier with the individual told you might not be able to save every or help everybody mm-hmm. but hey long as you get some of them it's, it's you know it's a win right right it's and, a win and hey there's one of the there's one of the things I want to touch on go real ahead. quick go ahead. which you have mentioned earlier uh-huh um, When you had mentioned about um, an individual, you know, being in the, you know, living a criminal lifestyle for a long time, it is hard to, you know, it's really hard for an individual to turn that off Mm -hmm. or to to get his mind working in another direction, Mm -hmm. you know, because we put so many, I'm going to speak for myself. I put, I put, I put so many years, man, into that gang lifestyle and that criminal lifestyle and when I started to get into the groove of, of, of changing my thought process and stuff like that there, it was a challenge for me. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Amen. Because for one, I was, I was venturing in, 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 in uncharted waters, you know what I mean? You know, and I didn't know what it was that I was going about to face, right. you know, because I was still stuck on the familiar, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, so I had to, I had to, I had to realize that, you know, even though it, all this stuff, you know, it was years. It was years in the making. So to turn it on and turn it off like a light switch, it's 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 totally impossible. It's going to take some time, just yeah. like you mentioned earlier. Yeah, it's going to take some time to develop that that whole new way of thinking. Yeah, uh, 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 and and your whole thought processes and your whole belief system. You know what I mean? You got, you know, it's going to take time to change that because it took a long time to get it to where it was. Mm-hmm. You know. So, you know, it's a challenge in itself, but it's on the individual. How bad do the individual want it? Right, right. You know right. It's how bad they want it, man. Right. You know, and 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 and, and there's no room for half step. Because you half step, you're gonna you're gonna fall right back into ground zero.
0: That's it. Where it's
1: all bad at. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: And that's for sure. You know? And 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 you know, and I and I believe, you know, one of the things that I've I have learned over over the years in um, you know, trying to reach folks and dealing with the mindset is that I do know this is that, you know, and sometimes it's, it's not too late, but sometimes a person's really in a messed up situation when they finally realize like, man, I messed up. I shouldn't have, you know, gotten caught up in that. I shouldn't have done that. And because now they look yeah. at a lot of time, right? And, but I do think right. that, you know, whether whatever an individual is, 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 is doing uh, illegally to make money, and that might be keeping them from changing or turning another yeah. way, I believe that, you know, they have to understand that that's short term and somewhere along that they right. may not be ready now. But at somewhere along that road, you know, we have to keep that connection because they, they are going to be ready, at least at a breaking point somewhere. You know, whether they get somewhere where they get caught up in something locked up or whether they get shot and almost killed. Something's going to happen in their yeah. life to where they're going to be. They're going to meet, meet reach that point where they're thinking about their life and like, you know what? this 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 life is not what the life i'm living is not worth it and i need to change but the problem is is like you what you sharing what i know i went through and i see a lot of people going through a lot of times we don't know how to change you know i'm i'm in church and repented and all that but still my mindset right and so it's really you know it's 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 a challenging thing to really Things that's been built in you since you was a kid and, and a teenager and, and going into adulthood. Now all of a sudden, we, they, you think you're going to turn it off overnight, and it doesn't work like that. If you're going to change your belief system, but we got to begin that process and so on. And, and I, I think that we, with the work that we do, we have to be patient with people, right? We have to be patient right. and and understand, you know, that that we're all at different levels of in our life. And that, um, right. especially the kind of lifestyle that we come through, come from, you know, uh, we face some sticky and challenging situations, and sometimes. People may misunderstand us, right? Because they don't understand our tone, where right. we come from, how we talk, the thing we say. When I was listening to you right. earlier on the video, I was like, "Okay, let me call Al. Uh, yeah. because make sure he's yeah. okay. Because yeah. that's, that's I, right. I know, I know that Al ain't yeah. back. You know? Yeah, <laughs> but he's probably just upset and trying to hey, you know, back off here. You know? Yeah, take back a chill pill. Yeah. But people don't understand that. Right. And and they see that and and don't realize and like, you know, give people space and and understand that, you know, everybody's on different levels. And that's what a support team is all about. You know, we all I need. We all need encouragement, support. We all lose our cool. We all get caught up in. But that's how we grow. And that's how we learn, you know, and, and, and so that's right. So what's so so when you look at your journey, I know with COVID 19 and and all this lockdown stuff is it's a very challenging time for everyone. So I know it's it's particularly right. challenging for yourself, you know, in in what you're right. doing. Well, but what what does the future look like for you? Have you looked at it and and kind of where you want where you where you see things moving for you, especially once this COVID 19 gets gets done?
1: Well. Uh once once this covid-19 get done and i'm able to uh to 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 get up out of here and, and move and maneuver and do the things that i need to do is such as uh going to the dmv get my papers uh 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 the uh social security administration get my social security card you know these are the things that i'm not even able to go do because Man. of this pandemic right now you wow. know what i mean and and as a, as far as uh, where do i see myself after the pandemic, you know, I, at the top of at the top of my list is is joining you in your crusade of hey trying man, to I'm increase welcome. the peace.
0: Thank you. And hey
1: and also too, for sure. And also too, uh uh I want to be established, you know, as far as you know, my art skills.
2: Hey you man. know what I
1: mean? I want I wanna I want to get my art skills out there. You know, uh, for many years I've been knowing how to draw mm-hmm. since I was nine years old. Mm-hmm. You know, but every time when I was out there in society, my mind was on the streets. The only time, the only time I thought about drawing was when I was locked up. That was that was my peace of mind. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And and uh, you've seen some of my work. Oh Yo, you know yeah, what I mean, and I do some good work. Yeah, you know, yeah, you're so good. <laughs> and my mom couldn't. My yeah, my mom couldn't understand like. Why you always do it when you get locked up when you can do it out here? That's it. You know what I mean? But I wasn't listening. But now I know. And now I see it. Mm -hmm. You know, that's my outlet. That's my outlet. And that can also be my breadwinner. That's it. You know what I mean? And, you know, and, you know, I just have to I just have to maintain my focus, stay focused like I am right now. Mm -hmm. And, and, And the goals that I have in front of me, Obtain them goals. If I'm not able to obtain them goals, don't 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 be down about it. Right. Formulate some more goals. That's right. You know what I mean? And see where it go from there. You know, I can't I can't I can't give up on myself this time. I'm 60 years old. You know what I mean? I'm 60 years old, man. And I, you know, Mm -hmm. only God knows how much time I got on this earth. You know what I mean? But in the meantime, while I'm still in my sound mind and body and capable of doing what it is that need to be done in order for me to have a cool lifestyle for myself without hurting anybody, without drop having my mother drop her tears, you know, or anybody else in that community for for that matter, you know, then that's what I got to do. You know what I mean. I don't want my legacy to sound like, oh well, yeah, Al, when he was out here, he was he was a damn fool. He was out here, he was tripping. Blah blah blah. blah. You know, I don't want nobody speaking like that. If anything, I would like for them to say, yeah, Al, he was a trip back in the day before when he got up out of the pen doing all that time. Shoot, he looked he didn't even look back. He was doing his thing. You know what I mean? Amen. He's doing good stuff. You know Amen. what I mean? And that's that's where my head is at right now.
2: Yeah,
3: man. You know,
1: for the better, not only for the better of me and my family, but for the community as a whole, because I'm not in this alone. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not in this alone. Right. You know, right. That, that, it's a host of people that's that's that that, that, that whatever my decisions and stuff I make, it's going to affect a lot of people.
0: That's it. That's it. And, and so
1: therefore, I would. Yeah. Therefore, I would like for the good to affect to affect them and not the bad.
0: Exactly. It exactly. will, man. And you have yeah. you you'll have a, a positive impact on a lot of people, you know, I I was uh, when I was listening to you uh, speak, and especially when you was talking about what those uh, correctional officers, the warden, whoever it was, you was talking to, they thought they they thought you were Keith, and uh, they started oh, talking yeah, about yeah, you, yeah. you know, calling you a monster and and all these other different kind of yes. things, you know, and and. Yes. I think that's part of the the, the problem, you know, the, especially when you when you the, the, whether you know you're dealing with um, the black community and how they criminalize us, uh, because that's the next level, right? They want to label us, you know, monsters, yeah, dangerous, yeah. and maybe some of that stuff is yeah. true, but I think what people right. tend to forget, and and I always try to remind people, want people to see is that we're we're humans right and and see the humanity right. in a person if, if you if you treat a person like an animal and like a monster then that's what you're going to get you cage them up and treat that's them like that get. then that's what you're going to get but if you want to change that exactly then you have to shift they have to shift the way you know they do things and 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 those narratives that they are framing out there because you know like with us at least, you know, coming up, I I saw myself, I saw us as family. Like you was talking about earlier, we was yeah, family. Yeah, we yeah. weren't a perfect family, you know, dysfunctional right. as far as on the streets and everything. You know, we get in our fights and disagreements and all that kind of stuff. But yeah. there was a sense of camaraderie there that, you know, I, I don't see today for sure. But there was, and that's one of the things right. I always try to tell, for at least that's what attracted me to the gang aspect is that camaraderie and right. that togetherness that I that I saw. Right. Yes, we had issues, but... We also stuck together and, and people that, that say they would die for you, that, they meant that, you know, that they would die for you, you know, and, and, and that's, that's an awesome thing. And one of the things I tell my kids uh, that are here and my wife and whenever I'm sharing uh, testimonies is like I, the way I see it is that I probably wouldn't be alive today If, if, uh, if you wouldn't have saved me, you know, God saved me, of course, but God, I believe God used you that night when, when I could have got killed and you, everybody left. And you came back and got yeah. me, and snatched me. You know, right. otherwise I'd have right. been shot dead, right. right? And you came back and kept grabbing yeah. me because I kept stopping. Like, what's what's going on? <laughs> I'm whacked
1: out. Yeah, you know? I <laughs> yeah, I remember that night. Yeah, I remember that night. <laughs> Smoking that stuff. I remember that night like it was yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. that was
0: a serious, that was that. A serious thing, man. And and, and you know, I, yeah. I can I can never forget that, right? And a lot of times right, back in the day, right. when we go through those kind of things, we just look at it like, oh, whatever. Because I remember late when we met up later on, you came and tell me, man, you, if 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 I would have just left, you'd been laid up in the casket somewhere, dead, man. You got to get your stuff together. Well, I whacked out just yeah. standing there looking stupid, and and I'm like, what, <laughs> so what? you talking know? about, man? So, but then yeah, when you look back now, with yeah. so looks, at man, he's right, man. I could, I sh- I should be dead right now. But mm-hmm. that's the kind of love that we had for each other. Uh, back Rise. then, and so it wasn't all about per se what the way they look at us. Many times as just crooks and criminals and violent folks yes. and things like that. Even though you know that yes. was a part of our lifestyle, but I don't think they ever saw the humanity. Right? They they never saw the love and we cry with real tears. We have pain. We have hurts. We get our heart broken. Rise. You know we care about things. Rise. We love things. You know we have everything Rise. that a human being has. We have too. And 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 not even looking at you know um. Where we come from, from especially as a black people, and what we have to deal with, with kind of driven our community the way it is, and and our mindset, right. and so on. You know, so we we are coming up against a lot of system and everything else. But I think, like you know, with brothers like yourself and and others that that are are, are getting out, and those that's been out for a while, and and trying to make that change. If we could just you know really come together, man, and, and be that voice, and be those elders, and be that that school that can really, people can draw from to really get educated and learn and understand you know, what life is really all about from the perspective of coming from the streets and how you really make that transformation and that these things really are not about uh, about what you think it is and so on. So I, I, I think that we do have right. a fight, we have a battle, but uh, uh, nothing comes, anything that's worth getting you know, it's 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 a fight that has to happen. It's, <laughs> it.
1: it's like it's it's not gonna it's not gonna come easy. That's it. That's it, for sure. It's not gonna come easy. Because it. if it was, it had been it it had been going. You know, it, 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 the success would have been there. You know, in, in 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 a larger form than what it is right now. Because I'm pretty sure throughout throughout the years you've been doing your crusade, mm-hmm. you know, there's been some successes along the oh, way. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Oh there yeah. There has been some successes along the way. Oh you yeah. You know, but. You know, we want to try to get it to the point, and I'm pretty sure you, you feel the same way. Mm-hmm. You want to try to get it to the point where that, you know, it, and it might be far-fetched, but I think the challenge is there, and I welcome the challenge where that we try to get it where that, you know, it won't be no more of that madness going right. on.
0: Right, You know what I mean? Right, right. You know? So you have any closing words, yeah. man?
1: Any closing thoughts, any closing words? Anything you want to say before we close it out? Uh yeah, I'm glad you asked me that because the flash just came home, let me know I have fifteen sec- fifteen uh, percent left on my battery. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, the the, the only thing, the, the only thing that I would like to say, man, is 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 to the youngsters out there, man, uh-huh. you know that, you know, I'm gonna put it in the form of we because where they are is where I was. Right. But we have to, we have to wake up, man. We have to really examine our lives, man, and, and figure out what it is that we truly want mm-hmm. in our lives. You know what I mean? Because, you know, the fast cars and the fast women and them drugs and stuff— That's only temporary. Mm -hmm. We want something that's going to outlast all of that. You know what I mean? Where that we can be proud of ourselves and proud of our communities. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so that people can look upon us and not see us as savages. Right. You know what I mean? Because that's how they're looking at us. We're savages in their mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's unfortunate, but it's true. Mm -hmm. You know, And, and, and the cold part about it is we're perpetuating it.
3: Right. You know what I mean? Right. We're doing the
1: things that savages do. Mm-hmm. You know, and we got to we got to kill, we got to stop that, man. Man. We really got to stop that. And it only starts with us.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: It
1: don't start with nobody else. It starts with us. And like I said, I'm saying I'm putting it in the form of we and us because where they are is where I've been.
3: Amen. So we're
1: in this together, regardless. That's it. That's it. So you know, in a minute I'll be out there. And <laughs> those of you, and I'm pretty sure you don't know me. You will get to know me, Amen. You know what I mean, Amen. And, and it's going to be all good, Amen. It's going to be all good. So I'm just going to leave it with that right there, bro.
0: Amen, Amen. Thank, thank you. Hold on, we're we going to go. We're going to uh, uh, stop these things, but um, I want you to stay there until until <laughs> uh, we're done. Okay.